Oh my goodness, it's Joe the Realtor. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Did I sneak up on you? You did. Sorry. Right behind me. Oh, sorry. Well, I saw you were recording, so I just walked on in and... You don't have your shoes on? No. You snuck up right behind me. You took your shoes off to sneak up right behind me and like, scare me, didn't like you? A, like a ninja. Yes. You, ever, you ever see that episode of Seinfeld where uh, Elaine buys those wrestling shoes <laughs> so she can like sneak into like people making decisions and she could be in the group making the decisions? You ever see that? <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah. I, I also remember the one where there was the guy who snuck up on people, so she gave him Tic Tacs to carry in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she gives him Tic Tacs. <laughs> And <laughs> so you can hear him coming because <laughs> it is so like it doesn't even sound like Tic Tacs, but you get it. No, no. I guess Larry David had a thing with that. I mean, I don't think George uh, George Steinbrenner sounded like that to be honest with you, but it was Larry David's voice. Oh, so you know. Wow, little <clears throat> trivia, little bit of trivia there. Yeah, yeah. Did you so, know that uh, was a studio and it wasn't actually Jerry Seinfeld's apartment? Get out of here! I know that was not his real place. He didn't like live there. My gosh. Okay. Well, I mean, we, hey, you know what? This is not a Seinfeld trivia podcast. This is a real estate podcast, not. specifically Kansas City real estate. And you and I, I actually, I went on a, a field trip. Yes. Last was it last weekend or a few days ago? Or it was, was it Wednesday of last week? Wednesday. Yes. I went on a field trip, and I checked out Chapel Hill in Overland Park. It's where it's a new home development. Weikert Realtors is yes. involved with that. That's yes. your thing, right? Tell me about that. So um, Weikert uh, is basically the listing agent for the community, the new homes in the community. There's a uh, gentleman who works out there named Bill Giroux, who works at um, Weikert. Um, and just like I do at Tuscan Farm out in Gardner, um, he does out at um, uh, Chapel Hill. And a uh, little, little bit different from my community, uh, higher price point larger homes and uh, the model row there was uh, represents six builders where I work with um, an exclusive one builder who's also the developer out there. But uh, yeah, Weikert, um, that's kind of our uh, specialty at our office, the Weikert Realtors Welch and Company office. Uh, we specialize in new homes. I believe we market somewhere around 22 new homes communities throughout the KC metro area. Fancy homes. They are. Fancy. They're really. Uh, I remember mean, going through each and every one of those homes. Uh, going as low as six seventy, and yes. uh, and some are knocking on a million, like um, yeah, uh, like nine hundred and something. But yeah, very fancy, cool yeah. floor, floor plan, uh, cool floor plans, and um, yeah, I mean it was something else. Uh, I walked in there, I was like, wow, this is really nice stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, it's like, should I, I'm afraid to touch anything. <laughs> and i'm looking at the uh kind of uh here all the homes yeah. that are sold in that neighborhood yeah it's been going for a while they're in their last phase that um, is fancy yep and they go and people buy them and they have like one of those com community pools right in the middle of it they do they do they have a lot of amenities out there um they're close to heritage park um yeah it's it's been a really popular community it's done really well yeah <clears throat> and there's multiple buyers there, or buyers, I'm sorry, multiple builders there. There are multiple buyers as well. It's not one guy who bought all the houses in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are multiple buyers. There's more than one. Um, uh, but the builders, however, yeah, there's a very uh, eclectic group here, a very ver uh, wide variety. Yeah. Uh, you're you're the one in Gardner. You said it's just one. So you can have a, a dedicated builder mm -hmm. for one area. 
be like, hey, this is, uh, I don't know how it works, obviously. Uh, the developer decides they want to build their homes in one area and have you mm -hmm. uh, accurate as the listing uh, agents. Yes. Uh, whereas this area was like, you know what? We're going to buy this area and I'm going to bring in seven builders and do it like that. Yeah. Um, and I think over the course of the community, they've had even more than that. And I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think they're an open community where you could bring in your own builder, um, at least in their older phases. Um, but that's so that's in addition to the six builders that built the homes in the model row. So there is a wide variety there. Uh, quite a few different homes, <clears throat> home styles. And I'm looking at this. Chapel Hill also has villas. They do. And that is like kind of a townhouse kind of thing. Or what is this? Like, the, uh, seems like it's uh, I'm looking at the uh, paperwork right here and it doesn't appear to be like standalone home. It seems to be more like a like a I don't know what was it's called maintenance provided. But yep. what, what kind of building is this? I think uh, the term that closest matches uh, the villa uh, certainly um, represents okay. that. And uh, yeah, those are um, the there's um, Keith Viken is the main agent out there. There's also a lady named Leslie Zarda who just joined out there. I also Weikert. This is how I know all the agents out there. But um, they are attached homes. They're two homes side by side okay. and they are maintenance provided. So that's. Um, that's a buyer who just wants easy living, doesn't want to necessarily cut the grass or um, do much maintenance, really. I mean, they're, they're low maintenance. They're not completely maintenance free, you know, but. Uh, Will they change the filter on my HVAC thing? So, yeah, that that's one thing that keeps them from being truly maintenance free. Yeah. <laughs> Is that thing? The, yeah. I have to go all the way to Walmart and buy another one of those things. Well, I suppose you could make it as maintenance free as you want by hiring a filter guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, you know, I laugh now, but there is actually a website dedicated to like shipping you filters every three months. Yeah. I suppose you can do that for like toothpaste or toothbrushes or something too. Like <laughs> there, there are ways. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> You know, and, and that's the case with, you know, the single family homes at Chapel Hill. You can hire a lawn service and um, a housekeeper and um, a filter guy. <laughs> <laughs> These look nice. Um, yeah, the villas are upper 400s. And I can see like, yeah, the price point is obviously that's much more like in my mindset going for like an $800,000 thing versus a 400. OK, I can uh, I can work with that. And uh, all these. Um, yeah, I mean, just it's even these villas are like. You say 400,000, but I'm looking at the photos of these. These look really fancy. Yeah, they're finished very nicely. It's just a smaller home uh, yeah. scaled down. You know, people with kids out of the house or maybe they spend half of the year in a warmer climate. They have a second home somewhere like Florida or Arizona. They don't need a it's kind of unnecessary to have a big house to heat and cool. So um, mm -hmm. something a little smaller, but they don't want to give up the granite and um, things like that. Yeah, it's a Cheryl wall. Is that right? You do, but uh, they they uh, they do your best to stop the sound. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure it's like unless you're like a college kid with drum sets. Yeah, so, so far, my band can still make it, man. Yeah, so far, I don't think they've sold any uh, homes out there to college bands. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking at um, a lot of builders here. <clears throat> yeah. Um, gosh, I mean, uh, at uh, Chapel Hill. Yes. First one I see is Doyle Construction. They do the Arcadia. <laughs> Uh, yes, the, they are uh, two brothers. Their dad, Mickey, started the company, and now it's uh, Chris and Sean Doyle. Uh, I have worked with them before. They uh, um, So they're second-generation builders, and uh, 
fun fact about them, uh, they both played Big 12 football. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which uh, school? So Sean played for... One of them played for Mizzou and one of them played for KU. Okay. And, uh, All right. Uh, well, well, let's not mix yeah, that up yeah, because that might that might create some problems. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure if they figured out this way to keep their family together. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think it was Sean played for for Mizzou because I met his whole family one time and his daughter was like very much a Mizzou fan. And uh I think it was Chris played for KU, but um they're they're um really big guys and and could really beat the tar out of me if I get that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't. They're hilarious dudes. They're, they're I'm sure they're great. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. Like, yeah. But whenever you see like a, a football player, uh, yeah. division one level elite or like NFL, yeah. even for that matter, you see how big they are. You're like, holy Lord, you're like yeah. barely <laughs> like you're barely human because it's like you think like six foot one is tall, but you see like a six foot one or six foot three NFL player or six foot seven and how they're built. Yeah. You're like, Oh my God, <laughs> the way they're built. It's insane. Even, even the older guys after long after they've retired, they've still got, you can tell they were just big hulking guys. They've got big shoulders, big hands, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, of course these guys spend a lot of time in the weight room, but guys who make it to the NFL are just kind of genetically inclined to. Oh Yeah. Every time I, I think I've seen a few when I went uh, weekends in uh, Kansas City, I see people who look like they played um, like higher up NFL. And I always visualize myself getting hit by them. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'd get back up. Yeah. These guys are so big. Or even when they're diving for the ball and they're like showing it in slow motion, it's like they grab it and then they just fall like three feet to the ground. I'm like, doesn't Ooh, that hurt? That looks like it hurts. Yeah, yeah that's got to hurt. But um, yeah, yeah. If, if you were uh, ever offered a wager on who could bench press more, me or Travis Kelsey, put your money on Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a segue? <laughs> I don't know what that. So Doyle Construction. Yes. Football, football dudes. All right. And then uh, uh, Bickamer Homes. Bickamer is also a second generation company. Uh, Tommy Bickamer is kind of the principal there. And uh, his dad, Tom Bickamer, started it. And uh, so, yeah, that's um, kind of a unique thing. We've got family businesses where uh, are are building your homes out there. You know, um, that's unique to the Kansas City metro area. That's great. Yeah, the I remember seeing that too when I was reading through these uh, these uh, this team these teams. Um, yeah, a lot of them are like second generation family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing that's a good idea because you know you raise kids and they see you enjoying your job or seeing like, hey, I want to be what my dad's doing or what my parents are doing. Yep. Um, it's good. And you pass on the knowledge to the next generation. So the yeah. Suma design. That's thing. Mark Suma. Um, not as familiar with him because um, he's done a lot of his building in the past um, in the northern part of the KC metro area, north of the river, and had a lot of success up there. But um, he's uh, built a few out south and has been at it a long time. As far as I know, he's first generation. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm just kind of go through these more like um, I hope that's okay. It was I'm yeah, looking yeah. at all these players. Uh, here. New Mark Holmes. New Mark Holmes. Um, that one is a newer company, but um, I really hope I'm not getting this wrong. I believe it's Jeff Julian, who is the son of Don Julian, who uh, so it's a separate company, but we should probably Google that. Yeah, <laughs> like, keep talking. I'll, I'll check it yeah. out. Yeah. Um, some some guy is like why are you giving all these props to Jeff? <laughs> He's, I'm not him. Um, but uh, um, the next home in there, uh, the sales office for Chapel Hill is Don Julian. And um, 
Don uh, has building in the Kansas City metro area uh, ever since homes were invented. <laughs> is that right? Uh, yes. <laughs> he, he is uh, truly uh, the old guard of home builders. Um, it, yeah, Cesar Don Julian helped uh, found Newmark Homes in 2005. And uh, yeah, so we, Don has over 35 years experience. Clearly, we aggressively researched this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I, no. I should... I should like get to know you. I should ask you questions more. Yeah. <laughs> I should talk to you more. But, uh, no, um, the reason I was a little unsure, there were two companies that kind of started around the same time that had similar names and I could not remember, no no disrespect to Jeff, I could not remember which one was Jeff's uh, company and I was pretty sure it was Newmark. But So this Don Julian, uh, yeah, you, you, whenever I talk to you, whenever you're touring these homes, it sounds like the, this person's been around for a while. Yes. Uh, like a famous builder. Would you say famous? He's, uh, he's as famous as it gets in the Kansas city area. Um, he, um, there's a neighborhood North of the river risk Lake, this beautiful Lake community. One of the very few Lake communities in the Kansas city metro area that he was, uh, on the development side and building side on, and they've like named streets after him in Parkville, Missouri. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool name too. Don, Don Julian. That's yes. a good name. That could be a tequila. That could be it a, could be, could be a, a, some sort of spirits. It could, yeah, or um, a very high-end restaurant. Oh, welcome to Don Julian's. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. a table for you. That could be like yeah, Don Julian's in Vegas. Yeah. Like he, a, yeah. The Bellagio or something like that. Ooh, yeah, it could be like that, or uh, it could be like one of those old-timey steakhouses with like red leather booths. and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we go see Penn & Teller. Yes. And then we go to Don Julian's. And then we get, <laughs> Even the, though there's no Don Julian's out there, like next time I'm in Vegas, I'm like, sorry, I got to go. I have reservations at Don Julian's. <laughs> People was just like, oh yeah, that, that sounds like a restaurant. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you live around here? No. From Reno, Reno actually. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. So, and then the, there is a, a James Engle. Are you familiar with James Engle? James Engle, um, very um, big builder, um, high volume. Um, one of the bigger builders in the Kansas City metro area in terms of just the sheer number of homes they build, uh, comparable to Don Julian. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, James Engel, uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> they're innovative. They've, um, you see a lot of some of the newer stuff in their homes, um, their home, um, nothing against the other guys' homes, but I was particularly impressed with the, uh, Jim Engel, James Engel home in the model row out at Chapel Hill. It's just this big sprawling ranch house that, uh, um, way bigger than any new built ranch that I've been in in a long time. So. Nice. Yeah. The, um, talk to me about trends. I, I, I walked you, I'll walk you in these houses. I see like a, there's a big, obviously open concept Yep. and like staircases are like almost immediately when you walk in almost all of these, I could be yeah. wrong. Stair like downstairs or upstairs. Uh, what, what kind of trends are going on right now? Would you say after touring all these homes, uh, last week? Well, um, as you, saw from going in them, um, formal space is kind of out, you know, everything's informal. It goes along with the open concept, um, very casual living. Um, all of the homes out there had two living spaces. Most of them had them in the lower level. The Doyle home um, was the only one with an upstairs and they have a loft upstairs. So for a second living area up there, um, all of the homes we looked at had the um, 
primary or main bedroom or master bedroom on the main floor. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, as you go up in price point in the Kansas City metro area, that becomes more more popular. Um, one, it's a little more expensive to build the homes that way, and two, it's thought of as a premium feature. Um, but uh, um, you know, with costs going up, the, I think the two story may make a little bit of a comeback. But um, that's very popular. Um, noticed the um, main bedrooms, the primary bedrooms had large, almost spa-like master baths, mm-hmm. you know, ba- um, bathrooms uh, with big walk-in showers. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. They have like two shower heads, like those mm-hmm. waterfall shower heads. Yeah. Is that, what, is that how you call those? I don't know. I like, uh, <clears throat> well, like the ones that come directly out of the ceiling and are right above you. Yeah. They call those rain heads. Rain heads? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, because you're standing. It's like you're standing in the rain. It's falling. Are right. you are you screwing with me right now? Are they really called that? Joe does stuff like this. He does this to me. I've already gotten enough stuff wrong today. <laughs> yeah, he does this on Je- purpose. Jeff Julian invented the rain head shower. <laughs> and, yeah. So rain heads. Okay, yeah, those are cool. Um, yeah, there's like uh, they do have like a spa feel to them. When you, and also like uh, and like the, the bathtub is like above like. Uh, the ground right and it's like mm-hmm. this standalone yes. kind of thing yeah and it's like it's something out of a like a i don't know so like a tv show or out of a magazine thing like if you like to take a bath i guess you guys sit in that thing um i guess i'm used to you know the bathtubs that are that we all right. grew up with right i don't know that there's yeah. a name for those but like the bathtubs tub. are all <laughs> just the tub i don't know <laughs> you're from central kansas so you had a wash tub didn't you a washed yeah yeah had like a that uh, washboard on it and everything <laughs> But uh, yeah, the bathrooms are very, um, you know, they, they walk through. It's like a walk through bathroom with two doors. And then sometimes they go to like a, a closet area or other times they go to like a, a washer dryer area. Mm-hmm. And so they connect like the closet upstairs to the washer dryer area or to where mm-hmm. like the bathroom. That, that's very fun. Uh, uh, Tanya really enjoyed that. She liked that. Like uh, yeah. a cl- where you wash clothes. That's right next to the closet. Yep. And uh, that was a cool feature. I also was very impressed with the um, some of the basements were finished and then you walk in and like there's like another 2000 square feet of unfinished basements <laughs> and you realize how yep. big the footprint is yep yeah whenever you have um, at least one bedroom on the main floor you're going to have a big foundation and a big footprint and i remember yeah the first time we went in the james ingle one um i was like check this out there's still a bunch of unfinished space and you were just like whoa you could put a hockey rink down there it's so yeah. big yeah and then now that's a that's a uh, redevelopment or like that that's what update uh, unfinished basement uh, basement is to like put a hockey rink down there or a bowling alley yeah um y- <clears throat> yeah it's it's a lot of space and um could do a lot with it put a top golf down there put a top golf uh, an archery range um <laughs> hold know. track and field events yeah you can, hold the kansas relays there. yeah you could do that you have you put a university in there while you're at it so you can yeah. hold the relays and have college yes. down there the unfinished portion of uh, James Ingalls Ranch at Chapel Hill has its own zip code. <laughs> police force and fire department has a representative in the state house. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess what I have to say is uh, Chapel Hill, really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, quite a bit south. Overland Park, isn't it? It's kind of a haul. Or tell me I'm wrong. It seems like for me, it was seemed like quite a drive, but that's fine. I mean, that's where we're building. So it is what it is. Yeah, um, ten years ago, there was hardly anything out there. 
20 years ago, there was like nothing. Um, it's just the way the Kansas City metro area moves. It moves south. That's where they're building. Yeah. It's uh, there's some newer development um, up north, north of the river, too. But um, it's kind of funny. I, I Whoever laid out our city guessed completely wrong. And our airport is about as far away from everything as it can be because yeah. it's up north. The um, I look at all the farmland when I was driving down there. I'm like, I bet these uh, farmers or whoever owns this land is just making a killing off developers getting those homes. Or that's their retirement plan is to sell right. those to builders or developers. Who knows? It, it can be. Um, yeah, but there, there's also some ground that's been sitting out there too long. The developers or the whoever owns the ground is just like, yeah, I'll just hold it until somebody pays what I want, I guess. So what we're saying is if you owned some of that land and you want to sell it, I know a guy who can help you out with that. Yeah, we can. The Weikert does that. We have a guy on staff who uh, will get with people who have bought big plots of land and help them plat out the subdivision. Nice. There's some, there's three or four people in the Kansas City Metro that um, are have just invested their their money, their earnings, the and have built up quite a bit of wealth and are reinvesting it in land. And um, that's something we've done with uh, with investors out in, all over the metro, mostly out south and in Johnson County, but all over. All right, let's talk about interest rates. Now, oh, yeah. if you're developing a new plot of land, is interest rates going to cause any issues, disruptions to building these new homes in these areas? What do you think, Joe? It could. Um, one, the buying power of your potential buyer is uh, dinged a bit when interest rates go up naturally. Um, it seems to be a pretty quick blip when interest rates go up that puts people on the sidelines. Um, if you are a developer carrying loans, construction loans, um, if you didn't lock them in a year ago, uh, yeah, you could be subject to higher interest rates. And that's just on top of everything else that's gone up, um, putting in sewers, putting in streets, things like that. Um, but so yeah, it affects every level, you know, it affects the construction loans, the builders pull it, it affects the home buyer, it affects the developer. Um, so yeah, it, it, it comes at you from all sides when interest rates go up. Yeah. But Still, though, it seems like there's opportunity at this interest level rate. I, I, again, but we're not yeah. builders. We don't know. Uh, I, I assume there's a lot of opportunity out there still at this point. Yes. And you would think that they'll find a way to make it work. And there's, you know, there, there's ways to figure it out. But yeah, we're all, I think we're all paying attention to interest rates right now, right? Yeah. We're all look, getting the news. I see, I saw a headline that said the uh, real estate prices are Finally, they use the word cooling. There's a little cooling effect going on nationwide. Um, if, it, if it hasn't happened already, um, I think a little bit of air will come out of the balloon. I don't think we'll see a burst, but a little, little air will come out. Yeah. Little... Just... Yes. All right. Let's... Uh, Which I think we're, we all agree we're due for something to maybe stop for a second, slow down or cool off or air let out. Whatever metaphor you want to use. We're due. Yes. Uh, I, I think so. I mean, historically, real estate values over a long enough timeline are going to go up. But this ascension was so quick. Mm -hmm. it, it It's unsustainable. It really. Yeah, it, it's just not. That's yeah. It, it's like um, yeah, you, you back historically, you can see like a trend line of some kind. But then they then they pop like this. You're like, what? Is, that's not how that's supposed to look. Mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, long term, it's a good mindset. But yeah, if you're looking to like 
cash in, sell, bro down or whatever. <laughs> As I like to say, <laughs> cash in. that's from South Park. <laughs> sell out, cash out, bro down. Good. Now, when you, I, I like to think if you're going to buy a real estate, if you're buying it as a primary residence, uh, that's not th- I, my. This is me talking. Like I don't really think about it as like investment time. I think about like how am I going to use this property and how, what kind of what's going to add to my life, and if it uh, um, accelerates or like uh, you know grows in value, all great. That's good. Uh, obviously, if you're an investment uh, person, a property investment, that's a different story. They want to make money as fast as you can, get it right. flipped, and move on with your life. That's how they make money. Um, but yeah, the, the, these prices are and interest rates. I, I knew it. I remember thinking that like, well, the, I, I saw one thing that said like the cost of a, the average cost of a monthly mortgage went up like 500, four or 500 bucks a month for the same kind of cost last year. I swear I saw a, a thing that said that. And that's why whenever the interest rates popped up, I was like, yeah, that's going to make your monthly cost, like your monthly payment be that much for the same house, like 400 bucks more. And that's gonna make people rethink buying a house. That's 350 yeah. or 400 uh, that is listed on Zillow estimates of 400,000. But I think to myself, like the, the mortgage they're going to have to have after a 20% down payment is like, it's more than what my current mortgage is. And the idea of paying that is making me like, I don't know if they want to pay that. That seems, right. seems bizarre to me. You know, and get with a good lender um, and uh, talk about, there are some things you can do. Um, you can do what's called buying point which is basically buying your rate down at closing which we're, we're in an environment now where it might start to make sense um, to do that um, you can go ahead and buy and just kind of bank on well maybe later this year rates will back up a little bit and you can refinance um, you could do that if you have a loan shark buddy yes. yeah <laughs> yes. you, could, you, could, you can do a speculation on bitcoin mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> see if they take that yeah you can see yeah see if you can um, finance your home with nfts um yeah <laughs> oh that would be a very very sad discussion <laughs> in five years if nfts are like went the way of the beta <laughs> yeah. the beta max well, i i don't have three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but i have 10 cocktail napkins that conan <laughs> o'brien doodled on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, are you a Conan fan by chance? Like more of a Letterman guy. <laughs> Damn it! Oh darn! Ah, snap. <laughs> Letterman no sale, I guess. Why didn't I get the Letterman cocktail napkins? <laughs> so, uh, so Joe, the realtor, the market seems like it's cooling. What do you think? What, what do you make of it? You, you watch, you watch the stuff every day. What, what do you make of what's going on? It, it is a bit, but it's relative. I mean, um, there's almost been a straight ascension since we came out of um, the economic downturn. What would, would have really ended? Oh, nine, 2010 is when, you know, everything kind of cleared out. Um, things really started to pick back up and I got back into real estate full time in 2012 and it felt like a great market. And it hasn't really felt like a bad market since, you yeah. know? <clears throat> so for the last 10 years, um, you know, I, I, there was a little break I had to take. I was in at 06 to 09 and then um, came back in it in 2012. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, it was a different world. Um, yeah. Then the market's the market, you know. Um, it, there's a market price for everything, you know. That is true. That is true. Like, um, I, I mean, when it comes time, the people ask the question, like, when is a good time to buy, a good time to sell? It's like, it's almost like a, it's like a personal choice. It's like, mm-hmm. what is your situation? What are you looking to do here? 
is it like you, you have a family and you want the kids in the family to be in a spot here where you like the environment where you're at you know, their neighborhood you're close to your work and uh other people are like oh, is it a good, good time to sell like are you looking for your family it's like no i want to make 85 grand off this deal i'm like well okay people with kids maybe aren't thinking about that They're thinking right. about uh what is the staying power or what does the market look like you know 10 years from now when it comes time like if kids move off to college and then some downsize that kind of thing so i guess it depends like you know what is your personal situation what's the job market like for you kind of thing and, oh absolutely yeah yeah a lot of variables yeah 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 when you're talking homes yes there's a lot of variables yeah uh in the home itself and then in your own personal situation it's like i say this a lot it's it's not like ordering a pizza <laughs> we did that in seo too which is a uh, search engine optimization mm -hmm. and we do or that like co as i call it co right yeah. right right those in the biz I've, I've been through so many um like uh, meetings or consultations and they ask you like uh, can we rank? Can we do this? Or how long to take before we rank before this happens? And they've asked you all these questions to like get your website at the top. And pretty much 90% of the time, the response is, it depends. Yeah. It depends on a lot of factors. Uh, but the goal is to like put yourself in position to give you the best chance possible to reach the goal that you want. And uh, that's what we offer here. Like, I don't know if uh, you feel the same way about being a realtor. Like, if the goal is this, I got to put you in a spot here to give you the best chance to get that house that you like. And there's yep. five other people bidding on it. Yep. We're going to give you the best chance we can. Or if you're selling a house, uh, you want this is the price point you're hoping for. I'm going to give you a good chance if we do like this. I don't know. Tell me I'm nuts. I feel like I'm spouting off here. Yeah. You're nuts about other things, but not this. <laughs> yes, uh, no, it, it it's it's entirely true. It's it's where you're at in life um, has a lot to do with where you live and when when you live there. So yeah, uh, uh, that's poetry, Joe. Yeah, and uh, philosophy. So, but what I'm curious about is what kind of SEO you can do to get me to rank first for selling Conan O'Brien NFTs. <laughs> That's not hard. I bet you that is not hard to do. If you want to rank, I'll write a blog post on the website specifically for that if you want, and we'll, we'll rank for that. Yeah. All right. I mean, people who like look at our real estate website will be like, what is this all about? And I'll, I'll have to like post this segment of the podcast on it. And like, this is what Joe like called me out. I had to do something. <laughs> But, <laughs> but we don't know Conan O'Brien. So these will be uh, replicas of Conan O'Brien doodle. How we think Conan would doodle these. Yeah. And we're going to sell them with yeah. our interpretation of how Conan, who probably Googles his name every day, and they'll yeah. be like, what is this about? You know, that kind of thing. So, um, okay, that might, have to be a, that might have to be a thing we do. We'll see what happens. But I have one thing to say, Joe. Good podcast. That was a good one. Yeah. Good podcast. Yeah, we talked to... I'm glad uh, we actually got into some specific builders because a lot of those guys are my friends. I've worked in new homes a long time, and uh, they make all, a nice. They make a good house. All, they're all great to work with. Yeah. Nice houses. They look really fancy. I hope to one day maybe buy one of those houses because yeah. they are fancy. They are nice. Yeah, very uh, aspirational, and uh, maybe we'll have to have some of these guys on it sometime. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd love yeah. that. I'd love to yeah. talk about like the building process, and I know people who are, you know, they want to. You know, they want to build a custom home. You yeah. know, talk to somebody, you know, get the, what's that called? Uh, from this, we're going to go to the source. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could just talk about these guys. I'd know them. We could actually ask them stuff. <laughs> okay, we should yeah. do that. Okay, 
future episodes, check in. We're going to be talking to builders eventually. But for now, if you enjoyed this podcast of the Kansas City Real Estate Podcast, uh, please like, share, subscribe. Like if you're on Facebook or heart it if you're on Twitter or upvote it if you're on Reddit. Or uh, what is MySpace too? Do they? No, I, I don't know. Do they have a thing? An engagement? Leave a comment on. I know MySpace had comments. <laughs> if you're on MySpace and you come across us, um, but tell us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'll see my autoplay of uh, I don't know, Tenacious D or Weird Al or something. <laughs> is that stuff like. Yeah, it's got to still be out there on a server somewhere. Oh, you know, I think, no, I think um, the, the MySpace was sold. I, I, here's the thing is, I don't think they saved that. They just kind of, I don't know if they, it's not out there. I've tried finding my old MySpace. It's not out there. Um, the same thing with GeoCities. I built a GeoCities back in the 90s and they deleted all that content. I would just love to see how I wrote things on my stupid blog when I was a teenager. Uh, <laughs> but it's all gone. Um, probably, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. It's all said and done. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Joe so Stevenson. Brian Reynolds. Thank you Great so much. All right. Thanks for listening.